This weekend, Ryan pushes play on the PS5, Andy pushes all his tokens in, and we spend a moment in a psycho's dream. I'm Ryan. I'm Andy. And this is Weekend Rental, episode 165. All right. Well, welcome back to another one. Um, We're uh, approaching Thanksgiving. Coming up this weekend, it'll already be a thing by the time our fellow American uh, listeners have gotten to it. But it is the season, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're hosting Thanksgiving this this year. So oh, that's you poor be, bastard. And, uh, well, we luckily, a, grocery prices are the lowest they've been in ages. Yeah, exactly. It's been great. <laughs> uh, I, uh, we kind of put our foot down and said, there's not going to be any turkey. Nobody here likes turkey. No. Most of everybody's coming is, does not like turkey. So there's not going to be a turkey. And... I'm, you're not American. What's wrong with you? Turkeys, you need it. I well, see. I tried to make that case, but I was outvoted. <clears throat> Even though I probably won't eat any, and I don't enjoy it. Actually, my plan was to sneak out, you know, the night before or the day before, and head out to Milwaukee. Oh, and bring back some of the deliciousness. Yeah. Yes, Doc's turkey. Um, <clears throat> but that didn't seem viable in the long run. <clears throat> um, it's probably not the most cost effective. It'd be like. Pound for pound, that'd be the most expensive Thanksgiving turkey, I think, on the <laughs> yeah. planet. Yep. Yeah. So you're at least gonna do a big old ham, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Big ham. Yeah. I can forgive you. Yeah. I still think there it's sacrilegious be. not to have like at least a turkey breast well, in a bag that you've baked for thirty <laughs> minutes, but so there there there's talk of somebody maybe uh bringing a smoked okay. version of version of a turkey. So we'll see you, if that you know what I also like is like the trailer park version of like you ever buy those like uh turkey loafs where it's just like the conglomerated meat in a tin. Uh, <laughs> it's like basically a big chicken nugget log, but with gravy. Yep. It's the trashiest version of turkey, but I'm telling you, it's delicious. I don't know if that puts me ahead or if like if I can claim that as a turkey and be like <laughs> if that fulfills the quota. Or right. If it just makes it worse. I don't. Yeah, there's. Yeah, that's true. It's that's like a toss up between that and like a Tyson's turkey dinner. Like, is it really turkey? It's all pressed meat, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I could see it. I mean, turkey's tough to cook and get good. Not everybody can be docs, and ham generally always comes out delicious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you doing spiral cut or you doing not? Uh, I think we're just gonna do. And just regular cut. Okay. Nice. Yep. You get to carve it. Yep. You need the heat lamp like you do at the buffet. You'll just like <laughs> people come up with their plate and you'll just carve off a slice. <laughs> yep. That would be <clears throat> well nice. I mean, that's how many are you expecting then? <clears throat> I don't know. 20 people maybe. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> don't feel we'll sorry for you at all. Yeah. That's going to be a lot. Well, you're at the mansion now to house. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, but we don't need turkey. Well, I mean, I fundamentally disagree with that. But I'm not showing up to your house, so that's fine. Okay, okay, next question, so I know if I can still be your friend or not. What is the best stuffing, traditional or stovetop? Just like the the Stouffer's thing that you buy, the, like the, the one yeah, the in the stove box, top, like instant. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. We, we can still we can stick it along. Okay, yeah. yeah. If you'd have thrown both of those to the curb, I would have had to just end this right now. But <laughs> no, no, okay. there's definitely stuffing going to be happening. Okay, good. Yes, yeah. People um, always make arguments for stovetop stuffing is not stuffing, and and the homemade stuff, and you put it in the bird, and I was like, no, it all tastes like yeah. shit. Like yep. you say that, but it all tastes worse than just the stuff I buy from the box. Yep, it's all I want. Yep. The the stuff from the box is pretty much um it's brown colored salt, I would say. Yeah, with dehydrated <laughs> chunks of onion, you know, they yeah, gotta yeah. class it up a little. Maybe some dehydrated chive, I'm not sure. It depends on the box. Yeah. Yeah. It's just way better. And it takes two seconds to boil like mm-hmm. half a cup of water and you throw it in, you're done. Easy peasy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, we are not hosting. We're just staying in town and be my sister-in-law's so it'll be easy for us 
So don't have to travel. Don't have to cook. Win-win. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I took Friday off. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you can go to all the stores, hit them up early. Right. I kind of, I'm not going to lie. I love that the pandemic reset values on Thanksgiving. I'm glad that all the deals have already like come and gone and there's absolutely no reason to go to stores that morning because mm-hmm. everything's there. I've actually grabbed a couple things. I wasn't going to buy much. I found out Samba de Amigo for the switch it was 1999 at Best Buy. So about that. And I'm contemplating pulling the trigger on Mario strikers because that's down to 30, I think at Best Buy. Yeah. But I don't know if I've already bought that or if I've already bought the tennis game. So I have to go through my pile of shame <laughs> and figure out which one I own. So. Well, that tells you don't need it anyway. But <laughs> yeah. But yeah, in a very, it's like a very weird Black Friday because it's just like there's no big ticket items that are like really marked down. So yeah, but it's good. I mean, a lot of stores have said they're not going to be open, which is great. Or if they are open, they're opening at normal ish business hours, which yeah, let everybody enjoy and- their holiday, damn it. And the deals already are pretty much things that have been available at that yeah. price already, right? So, and consumers are understandably wary. You know, people just aren't apt to spend a bunch. So, I don't think there was a reason for you know, these stores to go much beyond just the basic of deals, like you know, the obligatory ninety-eight dollar TV. You know, <laughs> yeah, ten dollar pairs of jeans, like just staples. Stick with what people might actually buy. You know, yeah, yeah. So, well. The, I could kick into a, a good story off of that because one of the Black Friday deals, well, they're touting it as a Black Friday deal, but really that PlayStation 5 Slim bundle came out on the 9th to kind of lead into Black Friday. Um, there's a PS, there's a Spider-Man 2 version, but the one that launched day of was a Modern Warfare 3 version, uh, came with the digital code for the game. And um, my son had his birthday in between episodes here and my daughter had gotten a cell phone. She got to the age where it just made sense for her to have a cell phone. So, you know, kind of a big ticket item cost me money every month, cost me some upfront to like register, turn online, all that stuff. So she got that a little bit ahead of her birthday. So it worked out that I grabbed that PlayStation five bundle when it came out on the 10th, about a week ahead of my son's birthday, which his birthday is actually today as of, us recording this um, and he guesses where he is going, <laughs> going in the direction of this story. Um, but got him the PS five, got the $50 controller. Cause it was like black Friday price already. Uh, he wanted the pink one. I had to go return it. Got a blue one. Who would have known? Uh, anyway, um, it was like the best gift reveal ever. Cause he was like holed up in his room doing God knows what he's probably playing switch with his friends, Fortnite or whatever. So I, I put the box in the corner and I threw like an Aldi bag over it or something. So we like yell for him to get out of his room. And usually like he's going to get news he doesn't like, or he's done something wrong at that point. So he comes out, he's like, what? I'm like, clean that mess up. And I like point to the corner where I just like stacked the PlayStation and stuff. <laughs> he's like, looked at me like kind of pissed off. Like, why are you making me do this? So he goes over and like grabs the bags off of it. And then like, it's just silent. Cause we've told him forever. He's not getting a PlayStation five, not going to happen. Dad's not interested. You don't need it. You can play on your switch. And then he just like says nothing, like walks over and gives me a hug. I'm hugging him. And then I realize like he is bawling. He is bawling. He's so excited. <laughs> so I had to like, I had to pretty much peel him off me and he like makes it two feet over to my wife and is just bawling and hugging her for like another minute and a half. It was like the best gift giving. He was like so excited to have that thing. Finally. Wow, and just awesome. in disbelief. So yeah, worth the 500 bucks. We, and we, we pitched it as this is your, you know, birthday and Christmas. I mean, I believe in buying my kids nice things once in a while, but that's a <laughs> yeah. pretty high ticket item for a 10 year old. Um, in my opinion, people can disagree Buy your kids whatever you want, I guess. But yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's been loving it. And of course, all he's done with it is play Fortnite. So, <laughs> and then, you know, I, I gave it to him. I think that was like, we were planning that it was the family birthday party. So we were having everybody over that next day and hosting a birthday party for both kids. Cause it kind of falls in between their, their actual birthday. So we do one party. So it's easier for family. It's like, I had to give that thing to him and then be like, it was a Friday. And it was like, we're not touching that until Sunday. Like, I don't want to <laughs> deal with the frustrations yeah. and, he was good about it and we did it and then we got into it and like 
yeah, the, the, the experience was definitely not as good as diving into like the Xbox ecosystem system where you just like punch in your thing. And it was, I felt like it was a supernatural, like pulled up like what I'd last played. It knew all my stuff. It just felt very dynamic. PlayStation five, like it actually locked up in the updating process for me and I had to hard restart it, which is super, yeah, not a great feeling, right? You don't, you don't want to have to do that. And then when I did that, it jumped back into the process again. Um, but then, you know, obviously I'm going to put my PlayStation account on there because I pay for the subscription service. So he might as well get all the games and play online, but to create a child account, like, Jesus, like to, to register to the PS5, you like scan the damn QR code, go into their online thing. I had to register my deal. Then I had to create a family account. That's another QR code. Then I had to add two factor authentication. Then I had to set up all the, it was such frustrating bullshit. I mean, it wasn't, I don't mean to make it seem like it was like horrendously difficult, but in comparison, it wasn't great. And it was like a good two and a half hours of my day, especially because their system didn't kick out my automated authentication email for creating the child account on the family profile. So there was like a 30 minute delay and I kept like, you know, like three or four times I'm hitting the no send again. I didn't get it thing. And then finally, when we're about to give up and I I look at him, I was like, we're just gonna have to stop. Like I'm about to lose it. Then I got it. We got through all that yet at that point. Like the link was even. (sighs) Yeah. Surprisingly it it did work. Um, Then we got through that and then, you know, four hours to download Fortnite Cause it's like 3000 gigabytes. So then we got to repeat the whole goddamn headache again of, all right, now it's an Epic account, right? Like it knows this, it knows this is a child profile with a certain age. So it knows it's restricted in the PlayStation network. So it's like, now we got to create like a parental governance thing for this. And I'm out of, I'm out of, I've only got two emails right in between. Like I think registering one of my other kids for fall guys and me actually having an Epic account, I'm out of emails. So then I gotta get my wife involved. I got to get her to do the email thing so we can set the parental controls and the Epic account up under her. And why that's yeah. Why I should have, the, the easier thing would have just been to create an account where I lied about his age and still restricted it, <laughs> but <laughs> I shouldn't have to do that. Like it should just, it should just be a little more intuitive, but yeah, yeah, it's all done. I didn't actually lose my shit. Like I thought I was going to, and now everything's working appropriately. And I will say the parental controls and the way you can limit multiple aspects of a family account on the PlayStation is maybe almost better than what Nintendo has. Like oh, you can wow. control spending limits and stuff and share funds through the wallet. It's kind of nice, huh. but yeah, it seems like a good enough system. He's been, I installed some stuff that I got for free, you know, like Sackboy and um, Battle for Bikini Bottom, that, you know, sort of stuff. We've been playing through some of that. It's fine enough, but mostly it's just his his uh, new Fortnite machine. And he claims that now he's super competitive and in the top like ranked level, like because he just can compete so much better, apparently on. I don't know. I played a couple games with huh. him from his switch uh, on my switch with his old profile just mostly kind of a troll with him. But then he started wanting to play with me and like, oh my God, can I not play that game at all? I just <laughs> like, I does can't build, build I can't wrap my, yeah. yeah, he does all that. I asked him not to do the build mode, but then he does crappy because his gameplay is built around playing with build mode and mm-hmm. I just, whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. The build mode from day one has always been like a, a I'm out moment. <laughs> like as yeah. soon as he, he well, saw you, that you watch these people on my son and like I, my head doesn't compute fast enough to understand what you're doing and they have complete control over it. It just blows my mind. Yeah. The, the amount of just swirling around their stick just to like yeah. build. That's just not. Yeah. yeah. But PlayStation five controller, very cool. The haptic feedback's nice. The fact that you don't mm-hmm. need a headset cause it's built right in is cool. Um, and the system is still very large for a slim, but you know, it seems to be good. The interface is, a little different um, from like your traditional home screen for the last couple consoles, but it's actually maybe better because it's just like a mini menu instead of the whole pulling you out. So, yeah, I mean, I, I won't get much hands on with it, but he's, he's super happy. So yeah, that's we, awesome. You now have a PS five in the house. 
Yeah. I'm it's I'm almost there, but yeah. not quite. After GameStop screwed you out of it. Right, yeah. There's no way I'm getting any deals off on off of that. So um not going that route. Uh but I mean it it's got Spider Man too. That's the main thing that right. I'm kind of interested in. Are you get do you have the like plus with the games and stuff on there now or not? No, I just have the base tier, so I just get like the two or three free games a month, but I think yeah. one of them is like Teardown, which like that one looks pretty good. Okay. But you'll have to look into that. I went through like my entire catalog, you know, because it's the nice thing is, is like I can download everything under my account and he can still play it because we're the family account. But like I, I pulled over my library, it's like 500 and some games. We went through like the entire thing and he just said no to every game in there until finally I was like, no, here's the five that I think are best for you to install. I installed <laughs> them, which and yep. he was pissed, but he's been playing some of them. So. That uh, included Astro's Arcade. He got a kick out of. He played that well. Everything oh, else yeah. was downloading. So, yeah, that's cool. But yeah, he, why would he want to play old games? Right. So would you just play the Forever game? But that's <laughs> old right now too. So what's the deal? He's playing OG Fortnite, not new Fortnite. Yeah. He's just counting down the days because you know they got that holiday reset coming up on December second. It's mm. it's the new hotness, I guess. So. Yeah, this season on there doesn't seem like that interesting. <laughs> but I mean, it's cool to go back and see the original map. It's not the one I first played on because I wasn't there before, when seasons started, but it's drawn back. Like it's the most popular season they've had in like ages, which just really? blows my mind. Huh. Huh. So I don't know. That's that. Well, that tells you right there that their brand is bigger than all the other brands that they get in there. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good for them. I mean, I mean, everybody's struggling, including them. So it's nice to have like a little bit of a people are talking about us again. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. How about you? Anything exciting happening? I've been playing a lot of Minecraft again. Still with the Minecraft (laughs) custom server. Yeah. Custom. There's a. There's a installation you can do that's called all the mods and it's got like 400 mods or something in it and it runs It somehow runs. Yeah. For the most part. Um, I think there are like, I've run across a couple of things where they don't work together the okay. way you expect them to maybe, but, um, yeah, this stuff in there is just crazy. It's, it's pretty much just factory building, which is kind of a thing that, I I get into those games like big time, like I'm designing my factory and then I finally optimize it the way it is and then be like, okay, I'm done with this game. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, what's like factories what's for farming certain things or right. Yeah. Okay. It's like basically like getting the wheat all the way down to, you know, your storage container and yeah. It's basically toast at the end or, you know, something like that. And then, yeah, yeah. there's, there's insane amount of stuff in here that, that uh i think there's like 300 pages of different recipes it's just it's just nuts um haven't even scratched the surface basically and i've got a decent amount of hours in it to it now but okay but then you always have that feeling like what am i doing like yeah but i mean there's genuine fun in there right like yeah yeah you i mean everybody gets to that point where they play that a bunch again and then you just completely forget about it forever and then you're back at yeah. it so yeah i get it. it there's still fun to be had are you playing with your kids too or just solo just solo right now okay but yeah yeah speaking of like minecraft sort of thing like i've been thinking we should because you have seven days to die on pc right mm-hmm. i was thinking i really want to play that darkness falls mod so i think oh, i should get that? that it's like um so it's a guy who was an avid player, but he just like tried to like flesh it out a little more. So it's like one of the better mods and he like really uh, scales the progression on the front end to be way more difficult um, so that it's a lot harder to get premium tier loot and stuff. But they they added like more story beats, like quest lines will lead you to different quest givers. And there's also different types of um, zombies and like 
demons and vehicles and all sorts of really cool shit. So you can get like super powered up. Um, I've been watching Neeb's gaming play it for a long time. And I was just like, yeah, I should just get that installed and just like, we should just jump in. Cause like, even if yeah. I did it, even if I didn't do a dedicated server and we just like played like a night a week or whatever, and just we'd get somewhere it. on it. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun. I like that game. It's a, yeah. it's a good, bad game like Minecraft. <laughs> well, Minecraft's yep. a good, good game, but some of these, well, good, bad depends game. on yeah, that's who true. you talk to, but yeah. 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 Well, that's interesting. I'm surprised you continued with that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. Um, I keep thinking like, Oh, I'm too busy to play Starfield yet. Here I am playing Minecraft. One of the biggest (laughs) games, you know? Right. Right. That's just easy to jump, jump back into what you know, you know? Yeah. And uh, you know, after I saw a story today that, um, that there is more active players on Steam playing Skyrim than Starfield now. Mm, well, I saw they got the That's, full snub from the Game Awards too. Not yeah. even like in any categories. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Yeah, so maybe I I don't know. Maybe I never do get back to that game. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, well, speaking of Xbox struggles, I was going to touch on this just because I walked into it, and um, I think we talked about. Maybe we didn't talk about it on the podcast, but. Walmart a couple months back had acknowledged that they're just going to stop carrying physical Xbox games in store. Cause they simply don't sell, which when you look at the sales numbers for the S versus the X, it's like, yeah, I get your logic. Why waste of store space? I was just going to tell everyone who's listening, at least in my area, that purge has begun um, in the Walmarts in my area, or at least one of them for sure. Every Xbox game is marked down. I would say it's light for now. It's like 15 to 20% depending on, but every one of those games has a yellow clearance sticker. Really? Wow. And I expect that to only get cheaper because, you know, they're through the holidays because their idea was like by 2024, we just don't carry these things anymore. So I'm still surprised by that. But yeah. Yeah. I, but, I, I get it. I even I don't know the last time I really bought a physical Xbox game. Right. Because even if you have an X, you have Game Pass. So it's like there's no reason. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, for everyone out there, be aware. Start checking your Walmart. So they're. uh they're starting to move them. So I, yeah, I mean, I'll just go to the, the one near me in a few years and they'll still be there because, because they don't follow protocol. And they, uh, well, they just stuff lasts there forever. Um, like I oh, showed yeah. you, I, I bought those, uh, two amiibos from <laughs> do that epic yarn. Amiibo has gotta be worth some cash, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, yep. what does that go for? Like 40, 50? Uh, yeah. It's like, it's, I think it was around 40 The this one, the card was kind of messed up on it. Of course, still, it's that, but yeah, I was so shocked. I mean, the Animal Crossing one I get because nobody bought those, but like, yeah, why they they had to have sat like behind something on a shelf for ages. Yeah, it was pretty wild to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sometimes like the stuff that you find at a random Walmart, and you're just like, this sat somewhere for ten years. Yeah, it had to have been being in sell. like the, the back shop or something. Yeah, the back storage pretty wild yeah uh, so i'm talking about games marking down but you're telling me there's another crash is that what i'm seeing yeah so i did see a youtube video that this guy really went through um heritage auctions yeah on on these uh water graded games and uh the people that were spending the money the people that were theoretically spending the money money on these, who knows if they actually did. Right. <laughs> we'll never know that probably, but um, yeah, it's, it's, some of these are like 90% below what they were selling for like two in 2020. Really? Just <clears throat> nuts. Surprising to no one. Right. I think that, uh, one of the Mario 64s that sold over for like a million dollars or something. Yeah. Yeah. It sold for 30,000 or something like that. It's. And that's stupid, but I get that more than I get a million. Yeah. Huh. So, so yeah. What are these people going to do? They're, they're stuck, right? Like some of these people invested like all their time and energy into stockpiling like shelves of these things. Yep. Yeah, just sit uh, on it forever and hope it comes back. (laughs) 
I don't know. I yeah. I, I mean, so Heritage is uh, selling the other one now too. The is it CCG or CGA or something? The other okay. grading company. So that at least they're like not doing that one like one sided market deal. But at the same time, it feels like that's kind of maybe when all of this started breaking down. <laughs> right. Surprise, surprise. I mean, the fact that it didn't just immediately drop after like those very well put together like videos came out explaining exactly how this was fraud. Yeah. Yeah. And this this video was the same from the same guy. It was. okay. Yeah. So following up on that and. uh, Yeah, it's uh, I don't know if people are actually still spending money on that or if they're just Uh, ditching. I was going to say this is bad news for Nintendo Hodge. I don't know if you saw, but he was just at Portland and uploaded a video because he got into the graded games market and got three of his games graded. So, I mean, he didn't buy them for graded prices, but. Yeah, I I mean, if you're getting them graded or whatever that you already own, maybe that's not that big of a deal because you probably are going to get your grading fee back out of it. But and if it's something like that's truly collectible to you and you never have the intention of playing it, I mean, yeah, sure, it's nice just for a protective case. Yeah, the cases are nice. Yeah. Yeah. Which speaking of them, I got a bone to pick with R three podcast because they didn't put up a podcast for like four months at the beginning part of this year. Then they did one. I looked in July was their last one. And they said when they were live streaming that, that they were going to get back to regular recording. But it's been <laughs> since July, our three podcast. Get it's, on it. What the hell? Ah, slackers over there. It's, it's, I blame the legal weed in Canada. They just, you know, all their time recreationally is just flown by and they don't even realize it. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like you made a good point in that, that I think a lot of the key players in those big purchases, it was all, you know, within that enclosed group and that ecosystem, that money didn't really ever. It was not even changing hands. hands. I mean, there, I mean, there's the people below them that definitely got fleeced and people definitely got screwed, but not the, not the people who were doing the ridiculous stuff, which is freaking bull crap. Yep. So there are, I, there's a lot of people left holding the bag, I'm sure, on a lot of these games, but, uh, yeah, that's too it's bad. Still, even what they're selling for now is still um, surprising to me. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It's such a wild market. Like that's just not the, not the average collector's world by any means. No. And who's doing it in this economy? Come on. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, if we're talking to YouTube drama. This is the same guy that did this video uh, too. Is it? Yeah. Have you seen? Oh yeah, you're right. It is. Yes. So the completionist, you're aware then that some, I don't, it's gotten a little out of hand because some media outlets have like taken it and they're like, he stole the money. It's like, well, okay. So, okay. I'm getting, I'm getting ahead of myself, but anyone who is familiar with like the gaming scene on YouTube, you're probably aware of, Gerard Khalil, the completionist. He's the guy who's had a channel for like, I don't know, 10 years completing games, making quality content. He's one of the better guys out there. He was like one of the more positive, wholesome people in the, I mean, he's been associated with normal boots, which has had its own ups and downs. Um, but generally regarded as a decent guy. Seems nice. I've met him at cons. He seems all right. Uh, what, what happened is like his, his origin story a little bit is he lost his mom to dementia at a younger age or, you know, early adulthood. And I started a charity to donate money to dementia research. Um, and he does annual fundraising through the completionist channel and live streams and various events and stuff. And they've raised a good amount of money and he's always like expressed that it's going to dementia, dementia research called out a couple of places that it goes well, somebody tipped a couple of YouTubers off who do these investigative type things, and they just looked at the tax filings because it's a nonprofit. So those things are just there, right? Like you have to disclose them. And it turns out that the money has never been donated, at least over the last 10 years when they've been incorporated as a nonprofit, um, which is not good. Um, but 
it also doesn't have to be like overly damning because it also shows that the money is still there or at least on the paperwork um, doesn't show the bank account, but why you would falsify that on tax or tax documents. I don't know, but basically they've been sitting in the money all these years. I mean, so have they stolen money? Maybe not technically have, 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 have years been lost that could have been used for fruitful research with the aid of this money. Certainly has the value of this money gone down due to inflation. Certainly. Um, there's something to be said about getting it into yeah. the hands of the people when it's worth the most, which is the time that you get it um, almost every time. Um, yeah. So that, and that's where we're at. And that's, this happened. We're a little over a week um, and they had, they, so it's mostly the tax documents. There's no, they didn't accuse him of taking any of the money for himself. Um, they actually got him on a phone call, which is surprising probably before he lawyered up. Cause I don't know why you would say anything to possibly incriminate yourself to which he said he wasn't aware of the, the money not being moved um, until last year, at which point he's been trying to make it happen. But it regardless, it's not a great look for a, who, what I would consider as a great YouTuber. Like he really does do great content, but it's a bad position. The silence is pretty, bad i would imagine again probably because they've lawyered up in the past few days but it's really weird to not have a response in a situation like this in the amount of time that's passed yeah because i mean at best case they're just neglectful and they just haven't i mean they haven't done it right right um but there's also nothing to say there's nothing pointing that they're doing anything nefariously illegal or anything either but right yeah it's yeah to me it just seems like it it was something like he wanted to do and had a great idea to do right but didn't want to run it or you know didn't want to yeah for it and there was like a follow-up video i think that came out today or yesterday where the guy was like breaking down like the origination paperwork and like well here's the position of all the people on the non it's like four people right and it's like yeah. well it says that his role is this and he's i'm like yeah but it's a small nonprofit. like to be honest they did that to organize it for the purposes of tax reporting and he probably hasn't probably looked at it since meetings you right know, they probably just yeah and th- that doesn't make it better by any means but no I could see how Gerard would be ignorant to that fact as hard as that may be. Um, But yeah, it's just kind of crappy because it's going to have a negative effect on his livelihood, which is his YouTube when, you know, as you said, if best cases is a negligence thing, like it could have just been handled so much better. I think, you know, I think it goes back to like, I think it goes back to like, you know, the, the, the rule to always follow, like when you're a person donating to an organization, like if you, in most cases, if you're going to donate to a charity drive or something, but you have something specifically in mind that you want to support, it's just best to donate to the organization instead of the middleman, like these, right. These sort of things are like United way or even, um, you know, the big gaming one, you know, I mean, those are all things that go to pots. Like, you don't control where your funds actually go or who gets them. Like they're all, they all intend well, but the only way you really know that you're benefiting the cause is to get it to the people doing the research, the organizations themselves. So. Yeah. And many times that the, the total pot that they get count as their total donation and they can use that as their tax write off at the end of the year. So yes, um, they're using your money on their taxes to get a, rebate <laughs> yeah 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 that's true and i you know the, so like my thing with this whole deal is that <sighs> even if we assume like the best case it was just negligence and hopefully it doesn't get them in any legal trouble it could even if they do the right thing now and they do donate it to the charities they said they were going to donate it to it's still going to look like they were just trying to save face they're never going to be able to yeah there's no walking away from this cleanly. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah, and ho- I, think- and ho- I, mean, I think all everyone wants to see is just that the money that they donated goes to a good cause. 
that's it. But at the same time, would you donate to them again? No, of course you wouldn't. You know, um, are you going to support his channel? Well, maybe not. Like maybe that rubs you the wrong way. I don't know. It's just not, there's no saving it. No, that if they never do, then, then that's a big problem. Like if yeah, people need to go to jail for that. Yes. If this comes out and the money still doesn't get there, then, then that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a bad situation. I was even looking today to see if, I don't even think they've done any like regular content uploads to the channel since this has happened. Wow. Which is weird. So I guess we'll see how it all shakes out. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I think there's a lot of, uh, even the benefit of the doubt still isn't a great thing. Yeah. <clears throat> still not the worst thing that a normal bo- boots personality has done. <laughs> as long as I don't get a Gerard photo in a sailor moon outfit, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> but All yeah, right. uh, talk about a, Talk about a group of people who every one of them, Rogera, John Tron, if they continue, guys ever pissed anybody off? I don't think they have. Maybe. I, I, yeah, I don't think so. They'll just keep doing their thing. I guess peanut butter gamer was pretty clean too. His, his mm-hmm. biggest offense was defending pro Jared. So yeah, it's a rough group to hang with, man. Yeah, they all rebounded pretty much. That's true. Yeah. Yes. What about Coral Island? Oh, so that was a Xbox Game Pass game. It's a Stardew Valley ripoff, basically. Oh, yes, I saw this. Okay. Um, My wife just started it this evening. And she's still playing it now as we speak. Hour five. <laughs> this, was, this was an early access game, and uh, it's been on PC for a long time. I think on Xbox for a while, too. Um, But... <laughs> when it went 1.0 is when it came on to game pass. So you would think that would be a release game at that point. Right. Um, watching her play it, it is certainly not something I would call a release game. How hard can it be to polish a farm sim game? It's unbelievable how many times it stutters for like a good second. No and shit. Then, it, then you jump ahead to where it would have been. It's, there's no music like the music goes in and out. The sound effects are like all over the place. It's like basic stuff is just not there. And it's amazing that they said, yep, we're going on gate pass version 1.1 or 1.0 is out. And yeah, I think they got a payday for that. So they're just like, we'll go for it. Yeah. That's what I wonder if they're just like, well, we well, already got fund paid the for PC it. development and yeah. <clears throat> from what I've heard, the PC one's just fine, and even PS5 doesn't have these problems. So, really, yeah, it's not. You'd want to show your best foot, you'd think, to like a built-in audience who's willing to grab your game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Stardew Valley has been—you get people f- get their foot in the door on a good note, and then they're with you for years, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a big mistake. I don't know if she'll keep keep playing it or not, but we'll see. Well, at this point, you might as well just hold off that Stardew, like two or two point oh one, yeah, because <clears throat> it's at least announced, so it can't be that far out. Yeah, huh? She still does uh, the Disney thing too, but that doesn't. That's more of like Dreamlight, an animal. Yeah. yeah, that's more of like an Animal Crossing thing where you just check in and do your little thing here and there. At this point, so gotcha. Yeah, man, I've been looking at game pass for this month this is not a great month mm. for like a new additions like a lot of stuff went away like we we really need to get to the activision blizzard stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. pretty quick because <laughs> it's been kind of not great yeah i yeah i can't remember the last one that i actually played a lot of yeah I haven't picked it up in forever. I need to get back into grounded. I know my son wants to dive back into that. Mm-hmm. And I saw they added like a free build mode into that, which would be kind of cool, but let's see. They used to get like pretty good, big th- third party stuff on there and th- they get some EA stuff because they have that EA play stuff in yeah. there too. But 
and then of course their own stuff. But beyond that, there's, it's just basically small games. Yeah. Well, I was like thinking about that too, but then it's like, God, what has been big third party in the last 18 months? Yeah. And it's just like almost nothing really, you know? Yeah. Like there's been some big f- exclusives for consoles, but that doesn't help us out on game pass. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting. It'll get better next year. It's got to. So <clears throat> I don't know. You want to get into staff picks? Yeah, let's go for it. I'm curious. And you're, on yours like if this is a new purchase and you've got like a wing in your house but i so i my uh recommendations is maybe not so much a recommendation this time um that we went to a local arcade for my son's birthday party um and it was full of these coin pusher games now which back in when i was young and you would go to the fair. They always had these booths of these corn, coin push games. Yeah. And that was my favorite thing because it's basically gambling for kids. Oh, it's 100% gambling. They were outlawed in a lot of places. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so these new ones, they look like the same thing, but they're not. They're, they're, they're trying to trick you to think that you have complete control over when these coins are going to fall, when they're going to push, how they're going to push, how many you're going to get. Um, I think the computer in them is kind of randomized a little bit. You don't have complete control of when they're going to fall. Sure. A lot of times it's almost like a Plinko thing. It goes down like a Plinko shoot, so you have no real control of how coins land on the pusher. Um, and then when you do get them in, the coins... I'm I'm not sure the conversion rate. I think they count as a ticket if you get one coin down. That sounds right, yeah. I think. Um then there's like big bouncy balls, which you would think that, oh, I get a bouncy ball, but no, that just falls down and does something too. I don't know if that's five tickets or who knows. And some of them have cards on top when you can yep. turn the cards in for more tickets or get certain sets and get like bonus tickets and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's 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 still got the same addictiveness to it. It just doesn't have the same payout. It's like it's just a shittier inflation of of this type of game. Yeah, well, yeah, because the ones we used to play, like state fairs or carnivals or county fairs, it was like actual quarters back. Like, so yeah, you, you were, get the, you'd you'd win cash, right? Well, I can't I remember. The one, I think the one that I did, you had to pay, and they gave you tokens. I feel like, and I'm a few years older, but I swear I remember some that were straight were quarters, just quarters, quarter pushers. Yeah. Like you that were just straight awesome. gambling. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while you might get like a weed keychain or something like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> classy. Yeah. So you guys, in, did your son enjoy him at least or? No, he had no, he, he thought it was the dumbest thing ever. I don't, he didn't understand why I was still playing him. I don't know. So you're the only sucker left and you're now yeah. recommending that we all fall down this trap with you. Mm-hmm. And it, I had a feeling where, where I feel like some of our parents get to where it's like, oh, the VCR is blinking and I don't know what to do. What <laughs> I felt like that a little bit with this sure. thing because I'm looking and there's like lights blinking everywhere and it's telling me all this different stuff and i don't know what any of it means i was just putting quarters in so maybe it is like gambling like at the casino yeah. those people don't know what's going on they're just pressing the button they don't know the rules it's how the it's how they want it too so it's funny i'm surprised they had that at a pizza ranch but yep Interesting. Yeah, I played, I, I thought I did pretty well and I got six tickets, so okay. it's not a good, it's not a good even machine for that. My, my son loves those. <laughs> um, there's four, four or two, I forget at Kingpins that are a Marvel's Avengers one. And that one, you actually do get some amount of control, but like, he's pretty good at that game. Like. He I think that's flex the cards think, and everything. Uh, yeah, I did play that one. That's the one where you have to shoot them through the hoops, right? When yes. Spin around. And yep. there's like some I, actual timing to that. Like they try and screw with you, but you have a fair amount of accuracy. Yeah, that was, I think that was the best one. They have like three different ones at this pizza ranch, nice. which is kind of crazy. But yeah, that was the one. Yeah, that's, that's our family's go-to. <clears throat> that's crazy that 
those things still exist though. Yeah. It is wild that coin pushers still need to be a thing in arcades these days. Yeah. I, I couldn't really tell if they have the thing on the side. Cause like the old ones, they put all the weight in the front. So all the coins would push off the sides and you would never get them. Yep. I don't know if that's the case on these. Seems yeah. It like just maybe seems they like they do just push them, but I feel like they've got like a really good, uh, idea of how to like do the spacing on like the tiers though. Cause I swear like on some of the newer ones where they're like really all about just pushing the coin forward. Like I swear some of them like almost go under the lip a little bit at the end. So you don't oh, ever get yeah. like a full push. You get like a half of a coin push. Yep. Yeah. Bull crap. Bull crap. Yeah. You never get that good feeling where you get that perfect lineup one where it's almost like right. a full quarter push that just like pushes the whole thing. Yeah. That's what you want. Yep. Coin pushers are cool, but and addictive. Yeah, that's what I'm going to put in my house. I'm going to make one. I like it. It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. An arcade just of coin pushers. Um, yeah, my staff pick. I'm going to do the Tosh show. So if anyone is familiar with Daniel Tosh, he is a comedian who had a show on Comedy Central forever. Tosh Point oh, where they kind of did like web clips and stuff. I think they renewed him for five more seasons and then canceled them after one. Cause you know, comedy central did that whole restructuring thing. And now I don't think they have any original content anymore, pretty much cause South parks on paramount. And, uh, but anyway, so he's been off TV for, I don't know, two, three years, three years, maybe, but it sounds like he's working with iHeartRadio now. And this came up in my feed on YouTube. Uh, it's the Tosh show deceptively similar to Tosh.0 and it's, it's basically just a podcast um, and he interviews guests, but he does, he, he specifically has stated he doesn't want to do celebrities. Um, he also does like a little pre-show and post-show thing where they will show a clip and talk about it or will do a skit. Um, they've only had two episodes. I recommend like, you have to like his sense of humor, which is like very sarcastic and self-deprecating to everyone involved. Um, but his first episode was great. He came out with a banger. His first guest was his wife's gynecologist, which I thought was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got like this clip of like, Hey honey, do you mind if I have your gynecologist on the show? She's like, or can I have your gynecologist on the show? She's like, no. And then of course he like segues to here's <laughs> and the gynecologist was a man and he's gay. So Tosh is having like all sorts of fun with that. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's like, is it true that all women can squirt? And he's like, I think I'm the wrong person to ask. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, our, our producer, Paul's wife also goes to you. Whose vagina is nicer? His wife's or mine? <laughs> <laughs> it was just like the best interview. And then in the second episode went up, I think today, his guest was a um, double amputee um, track athlete, black guy. So like great interview again, like somebody you wouldn't really know about. And he's like, some of his questions are just killer. He's like, well, what was harder growing up? Not having legs or being black in America. (laughs) (laughs) And then the guy made fun of him. He made fun of Daniel. He's like, he's like, I can, he's like, I can tell by the sweater you're wearing in those glasses that I could kick your ass in a race. (laughs) So then, (laughs) so then he's like, fine, anytime, anywhere. So then that's what he tells Tosh. So then at the end of the episode, Tosh is like, he accepted. He said anytime, anywhere. So they cut to them. And Tosh takes him to the beach for a 50-yard dash. <laughs> and then just obliterates him. Because if you've seen those like amputee sprinting legs, they're basically like spoons. There's no way you're running yeah. in sand. Yeah. And then as a and then as a uh parting gift, gives him a skateboard. <laughs> God. It's just so funny. Like, I don't know. They're, they're not like super long podcasts or episodes, like 40 minutes or whatever, but both of them have just been great. I've been dying laughing. So I, I mean, I fell off his show on comedy central cause it was like for, it was on forever. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah. It became like ridiculousness pretty much. Yeah. Um, on. Yeah. So I kind of fell off of it and then it was, I just assumed at some point he got canceled like, or yeah. like me too oh, or something right like yes like, if anybody should it's him <laughs> yeah yeah he's definitely got that like he walks that line almost on a daily basis i oh, would yes. say on, on the comedy that he does yep so um yeah i kind of figured that that that's a, 
somewhere along the line, <laughs> TV executive did not like what he was saying. And yeah, he's problematic he for can, TV but, at this point. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. But yeah, if you like that stuff, it's on YouTube. It's just Tosh show. It's, worth a look you'll laugh that's cool that's cool that it's not just <clears throat> celebrities and like fellow comedians and stuff right like that, how know? many of those do we have i feel like that's the problem in the comedian podcasting world is just like the same 10 guys going on each other's podcasts over and over and over again mm-hmm. <clears throat> you hear the same stories you know what i mean it's just not worth it yeah it's about the, what they're doing for stand-up on the road and all yeah all that stuff yeah yeah having a good time with us at weekend rental i think you might enjoy all the great geeky stuff found on the geekade podcast network they've got podcasts about games music movies and more plus if you order off their secret menu also known as the geekade patreon you just might find an exclusive movie podcast hosted by ryan and myself check it out over at geekade.com and hey if you'd like to turn weekend rental into a true multimedia experience Our YouTube and Twitch channels might just be for you. This gets us to the weekend rental, Mm -hmm. which, uh, if you're not familiar, we play a game or a given console and we give our opinions as to whether we would personally buy, rent, or burn the game after we're all done. Um, the system we picked this go-around is the Super Nintendo, or the Super Famicom, I guess, to be more accurate. We played Psycho Dream, uh, which has come to Switch Online. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a side-scrolling <laughs> beat-em-up slash almost feels like shooter Kind like of some of the progression. It's, it's it's got the pace of like a Castlevania a little bit. Sure. Um but yeah, it the the weapons start turning into like shooter power ups a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it it, it 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 seems to abide by the shooter rule of if you can't achieve max form and keep it, you might as well start all over. <laughs> yeah. And you find that out pretty quickly. Yeah. Um stars scantily clad women. Well, at least the one I played with. I played with Maria. Yeah. With the Ryo. yeah I wish I would have. I, I, I went in after my playthrough with the guy a okay. little bit. And I with the woman, I could see why it did not come out in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's basically in lingerie. Yeah, there's a there's a spin move she does where it's like, mm, yep, it's... Every attack it's involves just, her flashing her ass to you, yes. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's not unpleasant. <laughs> it's a little weird when she has pixie wings, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right in the Castlevania sense though, that it does have like the enemy patterns of like shit's just going to continue to spawn at you. So you just need to keep moving and dealing with it. Otherwise yep. you're creating a problem for yourself. Yep. And instead of floor Turkey, we have like floor gems and <laughs> that, that was the one thing I never really quite figured out. Like I know some of like the colors did certain things, but there were certain color patterns like blue and purple that I really never understood what those did yeah yeah i don't know what the bl- the blue one kind of made it a at least when i got it, it was just like a weak laser in one direction which was kind of yeah didn't really help anything yeah and then yeah purple i don't know what purple did yeah and <laughs> i think my favorite part about this game is like uh they call everything a stage so then at the end of every level track. track that's right yep it's like track one clear and then it's like a little japanese lady or chinese lady sitting on a beach for some reason and it's that same still screenshot every stage you progress but the track number goes up by one it's really odd yeah and then some stages have less chapters in them right yeah it's and there's you know there's there's varying things you're not just going left and right sometimes there's vertical verticality 
Um, there's like an auto forced run level. That's really frustrating as fuck. That is very much a, if you didn't come into this full powered, just, Oh yeah. I don't know how you would do that one with just a, I don't think you could normal attack. And then like, there's a lot of weird, like women being captured and held prisoners sort of stuff that happens. Mm -hmm. Then there's also like sky fish and sky octopus. Like I, it's a very bizarre game from a cohesion standpoint, but the level setting is the most plain, like now you're in an apartment. Now you're in the subway. Now, now you're on you're... a bridge. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. Like just yeah. Bonkers characters in like normal ass backgrounds. And all of this is prefaced by like one paragraph of Japanese that I had no idea what it said, but that was <laughs> the only thing that set up this entire game. It has a very, um, Genesis feel to it too. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. The design, the characters, the sound almost, I mean, you can't replicate the Genesis sound, but like it, it feels like a game I should be playing on the Genesis is not my super Nintendo. Yeah. It's so it's developed by the same people that did all the Valus games, which really, it really feels kind of like a Valus game. Yeah. Um, the type of attacks, all the UI especially is very, (laughs) very much like a Valus game. So uh, yeah, I think it's it's uh kind of just an offshoot of that. How far did you get? I beat it. Oh, you did the one guy. Yeah. How many stages? Six. Shit. Okay, I gave up on five because I could not figure out how to take down that like three story robot dick, and I got sick of trying. Oh, that's the last guy. Oh, he is the last guy. So if I'd have beaten that, I'd have won. What's the okay? What's the strategy there? Do you have to destroy each hand? Yep, each hand, and then the head comes off and starts chasing after you, and you have to just hit the head. I was so close then. Damn it. And and then uh, a naked girl comes out of the middle of the robot. I saw the naked girl in the bubble. Instantly gets all her clothes back, hugs you, and that's pretty much the end. So, Do they show, like, naked body parts and stuff? No, it's uh, from the side. Tastefully. Tastefully. Silhouette of her breasts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay well i got really close then i just got i could not figure out the timing on that and i was one i went into that fight one hit from losing my like op stuff so once yeah, i got hit it was like over you know what i mean yeah 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 so i never yeah. never did it there was a i think i i went through um i would get hit and then go back to base the base uh, level again. I did that maybe three times. And then I think I was, I think I was at the end where I was losing it on the battle. I would lose it on the boss battle, but that was where I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to cheese this because there's no way I'm going to beat this without this. (laughs) You know, the, the difference between the attacks from the very first, when you start to fully powered up is, probably the biggest swing I've ever seen in a video game because it makes it almost a cakewalk. Yeah. If you, if you can just keep moving and blasting lasers everywhere. Right. Yeah. So for context for listeners, like basically your standard power, even basic enemies can take two hits, but when you're fully powered up and transformed, basically you just evolve. You are basically shooting like auto targeting spheres in six directions or that's variations and it just so as long as you're spamming and somewhat aware of your surroundings you're pretty much golden yep yeah if anything the only thing that you might get hit on is just something that you weren't aware of right you know and that's i think probably the my biggest thing with this game where it's i beat it in almost an hour yeah i was gonna say it can't be more than an hour and 20 minutes um and the parts that I did lose the power ups were on like, oh, the subway came by and it had a bunch of monsters on it and jumped right. off. I would have known I wouldn't have known that that would is supposed to happen. Can we talk about that subway section too, where you get to it, where all of a sudden like four fetuses <laughs> jump out of bubbles and then their heads explode <laughs> off at you? Like what the fuck? <laughs> Who programmed that? It's a psycho dream. That's what was going on in that. <sighs> I would say like the biggest downfall of this game is just like the fact that it's gameplay is so derivative of just like constantly mash that thing. And then 
it chooses on so many levels. I'd say there's like three distinct ones that pop out in my mind where they just arbitrarily make navigating the stage different, like navigating through the roadblocks they put in the stage is the goal of that stage for you, which is bad game design. Yeah. Cause all it does is like cause you to slow down, get out of the way of these like never ending, like spawning enemies. And it's not fun. It's just, it's lengthening the game for the sake of lengthening it, but it doesn't make the game any better. You're talking about the one that first started off as we are completely ripping off life force. Yes. As a, as a level. <laughs> I would also say the minecart one where you have to like traverse yep. is also bullshit. <laughs> yep. Cause the that there's falling down. Yep. Yeah. Cause they make every, they make every critical jump there blocked by two enemies. So there's no way to not take damage almost to, to, pro- to progress. And then like, the verticality in that Minecraft or that minecart section, like you have to jump up above certain things to unlock the, like, I don't know. Like it doesn't like auto scroll the way it should, unless you do these weird moves and yeah. But yeah. The R type. Yeah, that's, that, that's where <laughs> it's, it's trade up a rip off. You're of right. That. It is a hundred percent. It even has like, yeah, it even has like the hook things that come up. Yeah. You mentioned it's got that. the fire. It's got the fire loops that come in the other levels. It's yeah. got, yeah, hundred percent. Sections, sections that you have to shoot to keep clearing, so you can keep moving. I didn't even yeah, think about that, but you were so right, <laughs> so right, huh? Yeah. Well, it sounds it's, like so. Then it sounds like choosing a different character didn't really change our gameplay experience as much. It's just what you're looking at. Not too much, like you said. The once you get your fairy wings on the girl, then you have a homing attack. Yeah. On the guy, it's more of a just like screen full of lasers that bounce around. Okay. And he gets wings too to fly or something else? No. He doesn't fly. No. Okay. No, he doesn't really fly. Um, But unless I missed a other, other thing, uh, she doesn't, he doesn't float like the girl does. Um, okay. But still, even with the, with like the screen full of lasers, which obviously there's some massive slowdown in this game. Some areas. Yes. But, uh, yes. Um, you still can't it, like none of them reach straight up, which is just a huge problem in this game. Like if you're not able to really attack very well straight up, you well, still have like a sword that goes kind of above you. Yeah. But. And that's another interesting critical point that you bring up is that not only is that a problem, but there's tons of enemies that also require you to take a knee, like which is oh, never yeah, a good yeah. game design. You should never <laughs> no. have to squat to destroy an object or to kill an enemy. But they do it heavily. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of issues with this game, and um, I don't. I feel like it's bits and pieces of a different game, almost. Yeah, and the All parts that aren't feel very derivative of like others in similar genres. Yeah. When you do feel, when you do get fully powered up, it feels awesome for a little while. And then you find out you're just spamming that button as you're walking. It's a walking simulator after that. Yeah. I, I, I found myself contemplating getting one of my other controllers for my switch so that I could program turbo. I was (laughs) like, this would be so much better if I could just do that. (laughs) Cause at the end of the day, yeah, it's all it becomes is like, how fast can I press this button? Not what am I doing in the game? Cause there's like, you know, we talked a little bit about there's some key areas where traversal and jumping is important, but largely the game is walk to the right, spam that attack button, rinse and repeat. Yeah. I, I was halfway through the game until I found out the run button, the shoulder. Yes. Yes. Terrible placement for a run button. Yeah. 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 I found that pretty early on because I was like, this can't be the fastest I can go in this game. (laughs) So I just started pressing everything, which at one point that screwed me and kicked me out of a game. I was like mid level and I pull up the like sub menu and hit just like auto exit. I was like, son of a bitch. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's interesting, but you can see why there wasn't really much of a need to try to localize this. There was the surprising thing is there's nothing really to localize. Either. Well, I could see some of the stuff like the fetus baby things. Like yeah. The, they, the women they would have to change women stuff. Yeah. yeah. I just don't think it's worth the sprite swaps even for them to do it. Yeah. They wouldn't have sold. Yeah. No. But with that said, I guess we might as well give our, our Byron burn. What would you do on, on psycho dream? I think there's some interesting things with it. Um, 
you do feel pretty good once you get fully powered up. But also that first level is a lot of bullshit too, where it's just throwing stuff <laughs> yeah. on you and just getting hit. It was really weird to throw that on a player right away to be like, here's a bunch of junk that's going to hit you no matter what you do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be a burn for me just because I think there's a lot. Okay. There's a lot better experiences out there than this. I think if you, if you play the first like 15 minutes of this, I think you'll get a pretty decent, decent amount out of this game. Yeah. I mean, I think if, I think if you stop at 15 minutes, you're, missing on some of like the highlights which is like some of the wackier scenes you walk into and like the girls yeah. being in bubbles and stuff but yeah i i i kind of agree i think there's just there's nothing here that another game in a similar genre hasn't done better there's not a lot of depth to the gameplay it's very cheap as you pointed out right from the get-go um i'm gonna give it a rent though i mean i've i've played worse stuff for sure um, yeah i would be okay with this as a rental I mean, it would be a very short weekend because I would have gotten through it in both characters in like three hours. Um, but. And the levels are the same, so it's nothing <laughs> yeah, different, you know, probably a different end screen. Right. But we can't read that either way. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm glad I played through it for the most part. I guess I was a little mad that that was the last boss. And I couldn't do it, but I guess I have my save file to go back to. We'll see. Yeah. It's. You want some uh, probably underage schoolgirl nudity? Yeah, I mean you're you're right there for it. I probably would have enjoyed it. Thinking back, at, you know, like <laughs> middle school me, at how much I enjoyed like the female characters and like you know baseball two thousand or whatever that space whatever that base wars ripoff thing was like that got me yep. all giddy. So this definitely would have been <laughs> yeah, like, this would have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting away with naughty things. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder. So I've, I feel like in the past I've heard that like, oh, this is one of those underground hidden gems that never made it over here. And I, I just feel like it doesn't seem like there was anything there that was like, wow, blew me away. I can't believe this came over here. You know, and some, you know, exactly. And some I'm just thinking about now that we didn't even talk about was like, how forgettable is the sound design? I'm I'm thinking back to this game. I just played this this afternoon and I can't think of a single tune. I can't think of no. a single sound effect. It's all just generic as shit. I, I can't wait to find a soundtrack song for this episode. For this. Splice it's in not going to be awful right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a weird one. It's a weird one, but I mean, it's another nice inclusion on the Nintendo switch online, I guess. So yeah, something you don't get to experience. <laughs> Right. And they're open to, to bring it out even now, even with fairy thongs and everything. So. Got to keep it in there. I mean, if we're bringing crucifixes back in devil world, yeah, as we'll have fairy thongs. Yep. They're just, they're just cleaning all their skeletons out their closet on that Nintendo <laughs> switch online. <laughs> Clean start for the next switch Two or whatever <laughs> the switch quattro or whatever the patents are. Yeah. Well, I suppose that completes our episode though it does so if you want to reach out to us and contact us we're at weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com we're also on twitter x and uh till next time be kind rewind eat some turkey Mm, ham steamed ham